Welcome back to another episode of the Cornell Thank You Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm here with Steph. Happy New Year to you, Steph. And Happy New Year to you, my friend. And to all of our listeners, we thought it would be really fun to look back on the last year or so and tally the responses to some of our speed round questions, which are really the most relatable part of every episode. Yeah, it's been one of our listeners' favorites because it's the chance where we all get to hear what each other's favorites were. You know, we have interviewed over 60 people. And so you'll be surprised. Some of the responses are varied, but we have a lot of trends. So we're going to bring that to you right after we roll the intro. Okay. Well, Michelle, as far as trends go, why are we obsessed with food all of the time? We, we love to start with people's favorites on campus, off campus, but let's look at, did you have a chance to look at the on-campus food tally? Yes. And it was not shocking, yeah. but it was, as you said, it was varied. What was number one? Well, number one was Ivy Room. Yes. And that was the place to be, great food, great social atmosphere. And you actually recently had a spin on the Ivy Room that I think yes. bears repeating. <laughs> That's right. We talked with Zach Schulman, who runs the entrepreneurship program at Cornell and, and who graciously invited us to come be panelists and presenters at the conference in April in Ithaca. So we're excited about that. But we pitched to him some ideas. And one of them was having a VIP section <laughs> of the Ivy Room. Yeah. He was not impressed. In fact, I think he called it just silly. <laughs> he was not into the CNB scene behind the purple ropes. No, he did not green light that. But I <laughs> can you imagine if back in the day, we could have just paid a few extra coins and sat on a purple couch and just let the people pass by and whisper about us. And yeah. And you know what they'd be whispering? They'd be like, look at those pompous asses. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but that was the 80s. And in 2023, that might work. But well, whatever. It wasn't greenlighted by Zach. So I'm going to trust him. Uh, uh, yeah, I do trust him. There were some other weird answers we got in that category. See if you remember. Yeah. Somebody mentioned the pancake house. I think Dave Price mentioned the pancake house, which I never had heard never it. heard of. Okay. A few people said entrepot, including Sandy. And she was a year behind us. I remember that place, but I don't think anybody went there. I don't. It sounds French and fancy and made up. I completely agree. And then there was the Sushirito truck that Finbar yes. mentioned. And I can't recall a time I've ever seen that there. Well, you've been more recently than I have. But when we go yeah. back in April, we're going to have to look at that. I think, didn't you and I try to make them at home after Finn told us about them? Yes. And yours was like from a magazine. Mine was a mess, okay. but it was delicious. Yeah. Didn't matter. It's a great concept. And then the other one was Trillium, which I vaguely remember. Yeah. You were a chicken finger girl at Trillium. Yes, still am. <laughs> <laughs> and people mentioned the cookies at Oakenshield. Some people said Temple of Zeus or Statler, but by and large, it was the Ivy Room. Okay. That makes sense. All right. The other question we asked people is where they like to study. And by far, Uris Library was number one, right? Yes. And it didn't matter if it was Fishbowl, Main Room, A.D. White, Stacks. It was Uris hands down. But the shocking thing was that a lot of people said they either didn't study or didn't study in a library. I have more problem with the fact that they didn't study. I mean, I was drowning. Yeah. They're either Mensa or lying. <laughs> yes. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. How can you not study? That, that right? can't be. Yeah. And do you remember that sometimes you would go in for a supplemental reading and people would have gotten there before you and ripped out the pages so that you couldn't read them in the library? No. 
Yeah, that happened to me a couple of times. And man, yeah, you get there and pages like, you know, 91 through 96 are missing. And so oh you're automatically getting two questions wrong on the test. In addition to the 22 other ones that I was going to get. Oh my God. You know, it's so funny now, the kids, I mean, so few have actual books. They're, everything is on their computer. It's so different now. I can't even imagine it. I would still go to the library though, I think. I can't concentrate in my room. Oh my God. Our room was a disaster. We would <laughs> never have gotten anything done in that room. Yeah. So yours was number one. Nowhere was number two and uh, man was number three. Okay. Yeah. And a couple of people said, Olin, I, I know where that is. I don't know what that is. Olin is the graduate library across the path from Uris. Yeah. Maybe once or twice there, but that was serious and off-putting. If you put us in there blindfolded and said, find your way out, not only would I have no idea where I am, even given the books as a clue, I would never be able to get in or out of there. Yeah, no, that wasn't one of our spots. That's for serious people. (laughs) We were not. All right. The other thing is we ask favorite class. And here I have a few regrets. Okay. Because when I, I I don't know why I didn't take something. So I'm going to read the top four and you tell me if you took them or not. Okay. Psych 101. Yes. Loved it. Took it with you. Of course. Okay. Government 111. Loved it. Took it with you. And that was with Ted Lowy. And Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Great class. Okay. Here's my first regret. Wines. Mm, Yeah. We couldn't get in though. Couldn't get in. You TA'd it. Why didn't I take it there? It had an A. (laughs) It's true. They didn't really let me do anything except unload the spittoons. I don't think I had any power in there. Regret. Regret. Okay. Next regret. The sex ed class with Andrea Parrott. Why? You took it or no? Yes, of course. That was a great class. She was a great professor. She went to Cornell and is a professor there. And we have invited her on the podcast. Professor Parrott, please come on. Please come on. We'll be kind and gentle and we'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't take that one. Um, But anyway, we would have had fun together. Yes, for sure. So those were the top four. That makes sense. That does. Um, Other things worth mentioning. Jamie Banks, draping. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't, it, I mean, it sounds mannequin and cloth. Like right? I can understand maybe that might be a class that was like a one day, three hour class, a semester. How much draping can you discuss? We're going to have to ask her. I can't imagine. I mean, is it like turtleneck, cow neck, scoop neck, one shoulder? <laughs> What's happening in there? <laughs> yeah. We have to get to the bottom of that, Jamie Banks. But listen to her episode. It was so good. Hers was, was so good. good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Other things people loved and you loved psych and law. Loved that class. Uh, David Dunning, I think was the professor. Yeah. That was a good one. And then other things that just sound like, I don't know, maybe they were like a one credit class relationships across the lifespan, labor history, Western Civ. These are not right. That's... They were trying to impress us. Whoever <laughs> said that. <laughs> so just to reiterate psych 101, government 111, wine, sex ed. Those are the ones that came up the most. Okay. All right. Our other favorite, of course, is favorite bar. Yeah. And I would imagine Ruloff's was a top contender. Yes. Ruloff's was far and away number one. That said, the first 12 episodes, I believe, were just our friends. (laughs) And so the sample is askew. Yes. Yes. Not scientifically valid for sure. (laughs) Yeah. But Ruloff's was, I mean, it wasn't some random obscure bar. It was like the first bar you got to in College Town. It was popular. So Ruloff's number one. And I think Johnny's was number two. Yes. Johnny's got a lot of people and Dino's got a lot. I would say most people were split between those two. And then, you know, we got that one really weird Rangovian oh, embassy, which I, 
still, I mean, to this day, I've never heard of anybody else mention that. I know. And the crazy thing was that um, my husband, David, was being interviewed for something on, on TV. And the guys knew that David went to Cornell and mentioned it. And David was like, deer in the headlights, but pretended that he knew what it was. And he came <laughs> home. He said, have you ever heard of the Rongovian embassy? No, what? And then that same week, Dave Price mentioned it. It's so weird. But it was like a train ride or something to get there. Like, yeah. Wasn't it like way off campus? Yeah, it was like around the lake. And I, I don't know what was yeah. happening. I think that was before our time. I mean, I guess so. His episode was killer. Everybody, that was really like one of the funniest and best, yes. minus the Rongovian embassy, which is suspect. Yes, I agree. Um, okay, what else with bars? Oh, you know what I was going to ask you? Where were the kamikaze shots on Wednesday oh, nights? Which one was that? Was that Dunbar's? Dino's or Dunbar's? It was one of those two. I think yeah. it might have been Dino's. If anybody knows that answer, put it in the DMs. I have not had a kamikaze shot in decades, but I used to like them, I think. Me too. They were good. They were smooth. Well, what's your drink now? I like a martini. What kind? I like a Tito's martini because I don't like gin. So I like a vodka martini. Okay. Lightly dirty. Slightly dirty. Okay. Lightly dirty. I have a new favorite cocktail inspired by you, but only inspired because I can't get the vodka down. Tell me. I like the gin martini. Yeah. Just started drinking this, but extra dirty. Like extra dirty. I only want to taste the brine. It's basically like a jar of olive juice with a splash of vodka. Yes, because the other night I got it not with so much olive juice in it. And then I had to order a side of olive juice, which was really lame. Well, first of all, yes, I think, but that's the way to do it is to get to, you can order the side of olive juice and then make it how you want to make it. Is without so the high shaker. maintenance? No, you don't get the shaker. I, well, I need a table side shaker. Okay. I, want, I would like a make taste, make taste situation. Oh. You know what I mean? Stand by the table as if you're yeah. making guacamole, but yeah. with the gin martini and let me taste and we'll add it as we go. Is that high table maintenance? Table side martini. Is yes. that what you're saying? Like the guacamole. But wait, are you making it and the server's just standing there watching you wit, ready to take away the equipment or the server? Oh, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it. Oh, the yeah. server's making it. I want an expert and yeah. I want them to let, give me taste by taste till we get the right formula. And then thank you so much, kind sir. And I'm going to drink it. Interesting. But that seems like a lot of effort. Is there a market for that? Should we pitch that to Zach? Yeah, let's pitch it. It's called High Maintenance Lady Orders Table Side Martini. (laughs) (laughs) The High Martini. Yes. Okay. I think that's our next product. I like it. Oh, I'm sure he's going to like it. Let's run it by Jeff Wall too, because he might finance it. All right. And then we'll get a hashtag from Steph Carton. (laughs) (laughs) And we're done. That's it. Yeah. All right. This has potential. We're going to hire Gwen Whiting to to run the business. Gwen Whiting, we yes. just cash in. <laughs> we will cash in. She will run it and turn it into magic like her last business, The Laundress. Right. I like it. And we will move to the islands drinking martinis all the day long. Oh my God. Got <laughs> exactly. It I like it. And it could be gin or vodka. So it works for both yes. of us. The table side martini. Table side martini. All right. Get ready, Jeff Wald. <laughs> okay. I think that was really it. Some people mentioned the Palms or certainly Dunbar's. And then the Nines, what else? And the Thirsty Bear, which was like an on-campus bar when the drinking age was lower. Yes. I don't really remember that, to be honest. I barely remember that too. All right. All right. Um, So the last one we wanted to highlight was our favorite, of course. Yes. Hot truck. Hot truck. We say our favorite. Yeah. I mean, do you, honestly, do you think you went 10 times? 
I don't think I went 10 times. Yeah, I don't think I did double digits, but that ninth time, I'll never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) It really was the most delicious food offering on campus. Yeah, there was something about it that was so quintessential Cornell memory that we have highlighted it over and over again. Um, But yeah, the PMP, hands down, had to be the, the number one favorite. Yes, it absolutely was, followed by... Yeah. No hot truck. Oh, well, we know that. I don't like that. I mean, no. <laughs> Those people are not coming back to the anniversary get together. It's not happening. Right? Yeah, stay tuned for that. There were a lot of them yeah. that had never had it. But yeah. as you know, there was one guy that took the cake on the oh, order, right? Tell it. Keith Barr respected the hot truck ordering. And please share with our listeners exactly what he got. Yeah, it, well, let's play it because it was so complicated and so impressive. We got to hear it from his voice. All right, here it is. Did you go to Hot Truck and what was your order? We practically owned Hot Truck because of uh-huh. our brother's work in Hot Truck. Really? Yeah, and we would have it over to the house sometimes on Sundays as well, which was fantastic. So I was a half T Sui G and G H and H. Okay, hold on. E- even for us, we need we need a little explanation. Yeah. Break it down. Slow it down. So a half, half of a triple suicide, which is pepperoni, meatballs, cheese, and sauce, with G&G, which is mayonnaise and lettuce, right. and then this H, which is garlic and hot sauce. All right. You you take the cake here, Keith. Yeah. Interviewed over 50 people. Yours is the best hot truck order that we've ever had. He has respected the hot truck. He respected oh, it. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I need it right now. I don't know. The combination of things is like, there's a lot going on. The heartburn. Yeah, but it sounds really good. I, I would leave off one or two things, but it sounded really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. And he is a culinary expert. He's a he hotelie. Is. He is the CEO of IHG. Yeah. He knows and what he's talking about. with that answer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was great. I mean, I loved these answers. The speed round is one of our favorite parts, right? We just yeah, can't we wait it. to hear what people say. Yeah. It's like a quick trip down memory lane for them, for us, for the listeners. So that's been a really fun piece. Yes. All right. So that's really it for this week. Please go on to our Instagram and number one, follow us. And number two, DM us with ideas for guests. We've been getting a lot of great leads on guests through word of mouth on Instagram, and we are so appreciative. Yes, we've got a couple of recordings scheduled for this upcoming week, some great, great guests that you're really going to enjoy. And we've had over 11,500 downloads, which the two of us cannot believe, but we're so appreciative that you're listening and that you enjoy the show. And as Michelle said, we're up for any suggestions you have about the show or guests, um, anything you want to hear, please let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. And thank you so much for listening and happy, healthy new year. 